This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. Last week's parasha, we had the mitzvah of challah. So could I to spend a little time, there's a lot to say about challah. We'll just try to talk about some major uh, issues that come up with the mitzvah of challah. What's interesting about challah is it takes place in your kitchen, so no one really knows what you do. More so, it's usually your wife who's the one who does it. So you may not know at all what she's doing or what she's saying when she's mafresh challah. You may never be mafresh challah because you buy challah from the store, so you never mafresh challah. They bring down from the Ben Ishchai, the Ben Ishchai writes that every man should try to make his business to be mafresh challah once a year. We know challah is really a woman-based mitzvah, but he writes you should try to be mafresh challah once a year. So when is the only time men ever have the opportunity to be mafresh challah? When they go baking matzah. You go big matzah, that's when the men get to be mafresh challah. But in your kitchen, your wife is almost going to always be the one who's mafresh the challah. So um, it's good to understand a little bit about her precious challah. Now, first of all, there's a famous word from the Noid of Yehuda. The Noid of Yehuda writes a Chiddush, and he says, no one says like me. But we have a Tosis written Kedushin that says this already. The Noid of Yehuda points out in the Pesachet Shuba quotes in Elchaz Challah that there's two dinim in challah. One element is that when you take off challah, you matter the rest of the dough to be eaten. You matter the isa. You matter it. And the other element of, of Afrasha's challah, says the Nezib Yehuda, is in the sin, Olekayin. There's two parts to the mitzvah. There's the Afrasha. The Afrasha allows you to eat the rest of the dough. Then there's a Zaydik Adin, a separate din, called the sin, Olekayin. And he wants to say that there's taka two different shurim for that. The shir to be mafresh the challah that makes the challah you know, edible now, that taka is a kol shu. The amount you have to give to the kain is a different amount. We'll see why, hopefully that's Negea in Lundis and Halacha, there's borrowed from the Naidi Behuda. But let's go back to the beginning. The, the assumption is based on Gemara's in Shas, Gemara in Ksubis, Gemara in other places, and that's the way the Shulchan Aruch Paskins, that even B'zman Hazeh in Eretz Yisrael, Chalah is not a of Deiraisa. Why not? Because it says in the Chumash, B'vayachem, you have to have Roiv of Klai Yisrael living in Eretz Yisrael. And since today we don't have Roiv of Klai Yisrael living in Eretz Yisrael, the Chiyav of Chalah, even in Eretz Yisrael, is only Midrabon. That's where the Shochanach Paskins. And the Shochanach says the only time Chalah was ever derived in Eretz Yisrael was Bizman Yeshua. Because already Bizman Ezra, you didn't have Roiv Yisrael living there. So the Shaila is, what would happen today if there was a, you know, ever, a few months ago already, years ago, people were tumbling, we have to leave America, it's dangerous. Everyone was moving to Eretz Yisrael. And people were, there were a lot of people that were looking into moving to Eretz Yisrael. Then they realize they get to Israel, they don't have a job, they don't have anything to do there, so they realize they'll stay in America. But let's say people talk in mass decided to pick up from America, not because Mashiach came, but we don't like the situation here, so we all decided to move to Eretz Yisrael. And Taka, we'd have Roy Klai Yisrael, if it'd be possible, we'd have Roy Klai Yisrael living in Eretz Yisrael. Would Chala become the Eretz Yisrael? writes, no. In order to make Chala the Eretz in Eretz Yisrael, you'd have to have Roy Jews moving to Eretz Yisrael, Al-Pitziva Meyes Hashem. It's not enough that all the Jews just decided to move to Eretz Yisrael because uh, they like it better. It would have to come from a tzivoy, from a Kodesh Baruch. As I learned the Chazinish, but the says like that as well. But um, there is one sheet that the tour brings down a sheet that holds Chalab as Manazeh because you only need Roy Klai Yisrael in the beginning, the first time around. When the Jews first moved into Eretz Yisrael, they had Roy Yisrael, that's good enough. So even though now we don't have Roy Yisrael, it's still going to be their Yisrael. But we don't pass like that. Shukhanar Paskins, that Bezman HaZeh, Chal is only the Rabbanon, even in Eretz Yisrael. Now it's just interesting, so where does that leave us in Chutz Laretz? So Shukhanar writes, we're a notch lower than that. We're only what he calls, we're, we only do it, Medivay Seifrim, so we shouldn't forget that there's such a parasha called Chal. So 
So challah in America is much, much more makal than challah in Eretz Yisrael. And even in Eretz Yisrael, challah is still only midrabban. And we'll see why this makes a big nafkamin in the halacha. So as a kasha, you have to ask yourself, we don't keep chubas and maestras uh, in America, so we shouldn't forget chubas and maestras. So why do we have challah that we have to keep? <clears throat> so there's a Taisus and Kedush in Aflamid Vav. Taisus points out that Chala is a unique mitzvah. Chala, you can argue, it looks not so much like an agricultural mitzvah. Chumas and Maishvah grows from the ground. But Chala, yes, it grows from the ground, but at the time you're doing everything, it's hard to remind yourself that this came from the ground. You see dough in front of you, you don't realize that it started off as wheat from the ground. So therefore, says Taisus and Kedush, since Chala is a little bit more similar to a Chayvas Gavra as opposed to Chayvas Karka, that's why we have at least a Dindar Abonan that we keep it even in America. That's the assumption of, uh, of Halacha Alamaisa, that in America it's the Rabbanon, in Eretz Yisrael it's also the Rabbanon, but it's a, at least could be one day a day rice. So there's an interesting Shailah <coughs> about the Nusach Abracha. So now today you talk about the Shailah, people say, what, what does it say in Art Scroll? What does Art Scroll Paskin? So uh, we'll get to what Art Scroll Paskin is in a second. But before we get to what Art Scroll Paskin is, what exactly is the Nusach Abracha when a person takes up Chala? So if you look in Shulchan Aruch, the Mechaber discusses the Shailah, in Hilchus Chala and Simen Shin, Chav Ches, the Mechaber writes the following, when a person takes up Chala, Beshosh Yafresh Chala Yivarech Asher Kedushonu, Bemitzvoyseh Vitzivanu Lahafresh Chruma. So Zok to Mechaber. Mechaber says when you take off Chala, you make the bracha Asher Kedushonu Bitzvoyseh Lahafresh Chruma. Why Lahafish Truma? Because that's what the Torah describes Chala. However, writes to Ramah, Oh, Lahafish Chala. Or you could say Lahafish Chala. So this is a big Machoikis Rishonim. There's Rishonim on both sides to whether or not you say the Nusach of Lahafish Truma or Lahafish Chala. The, there's a shtickle steer in Ramah. Because the Ramah over here says you say the Bracha Lahafish Chala. There's another Ramah earlier where the Ramah hold that Meikar Adin in Chutzlar, it's a Kayin who's not Tomei can eat Truma. So the Ramah says, what bracha does he make when he eats truma? So the Ramah writes, he makes the bracha, lechal, truma. Not lechal chala. Even though the Ramah says over here that when you're mafresh it, you're mafresh with the nusach of chala, but when the koi makes a bracha on the eating, he uses the nusach of truma. So yesh lodan, if that's a steer in Ramah. But in any case, the Ramah holds, you make the bracha chala. So the shach... No, the way they assume that the Ramah means that you should say more, pre- more preferred to say Chal. It's more preferred to say Chal than to say Truma. Now the Shach says, no, he thinks it's more correct to say Truma. And the Vilna Gain also says it's more correct to say Truma. Why? So the Vilna Gain explains this point, that Truma is the Nusach HaTorah. Chal is the Nusach HaMishnah. And when you want to make a bracha, it's more correct to use the text that's found in the Chumish than the text that's found in the Mishnah. So it's interesting. So on one hand, we have a Ramah. And on the other hand, we have a Shach and the Vilna Gain. So Lithuanian Jewry usually goes with the Shach and the Grah. The Shach and the Grah both say, he's supposed to say, Lahafish Truma. So the Shach so what do we say? So should we say, Lahafish Truma, or should we say, Lahafish Chala? So Rabbi Yaakov, in Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky, Pashashmini, has an interesting Chap. Rabbi Yaakov wants to say that this Machoikis Mechab and Ramah was based on where each of them lived. The Mechab lived in Eretz Yisrael. In Eretz Yisrael, Chala is not the Araisa, but it's closer to the Araisa because if you have Roy Yisrael, it will be the Araisa. So that's why he used the pos- that's why he used the Lashon of Chala, the Lashon of Truma, which is the Nusach HaTayra. The Ramah lived in Krakow, Poland. No matter what you do in Poland, there will never be the Araisa. That's why he used the Lashon Chala. That's why Yaakov wants to explain this. So it should come out a funny thing. It should come out, depending on where you live, the Nusach HaBracha might change. I mean, it's not a Machoikis Mechab and Ramah, Ashkenaz Svar, it's a Machoikis Poshik where you live. If you're living in Eretz Yisrael, if you're living in America. 
Right, the Shach Negro doesn't help. Right, this doesn't work because the Shach Negro lived also in Chutz Laaretz, and both the Shach and the Negro were of the opinion that you should say Lahafrish Truma, not Lahafrish Chala. Again, the accepted practice today, maybe because of Art Scroll, if you look in the Art Scroll Sitter, of course, what does it say in Art Scroll? Lahafrish Chala. It doesn't say Lahafrish Truma. So I asked my wife, what does she make? She told me she says Lahafrish Chala, so it says in the Sitter. Okay, that's how we live our life today, whatever it says in the Sitter. What does she make? I don't know. They gotta go read the book. It's in the book. You gotta check it out. But I know people that talk and say Lahafish Truma because they hold that since the Shach and the Goyin say it's better to say Lahafish Truma, they talk and say Lahafish Truma. Now, you really should find out what they do like in the Kashmir organizations and all these places where they're baking with large numbers. You should find out what they say. Now, the truth is there's another Shita. Uh, we didn't get to Menaisi yet. Menaisi is not so partial. But um, there's a third Shita. Really, there's a fourth, a third and fourth Shita that you say both. Lafish Chala Truma, or Truma Chala. Throw in both words. That's the second Shita that's uh, brought down by the Bach. That you say both. What do you have to lose? Put both in. Interestingly enough, Svardim, Taka do that. I would have thought Svardim just say Lafish Truma. But I saw Yakut Yosef write that they Taka say both. Svardim, they say Chala Truma. The Bach also brings down such a Pshat to say both. And there's different versions. Is it Truma Chala or Chala Truma? So we have uh, four different options of what the correct Nusach Abrach is and you're being Mafresh Chala. But the Paiskim will point out whichever Nusach you use, you're okay because you're always going to be, either one is going to be acceptable. But again, today the Archa Shulchan says that the correct Nusach is Chala, which is why probably why the Archa Shulchan put Lafresh uh, Chala instead of Truma. But it's a good observation that the going makes that it's not really the Nusach of the Pasuk. Where does it come to say the words Mino Isa? Uh, the the Shochanar doesn't say that. He says the bracha is either Truma or Chala. Where does it come to make the words Lahafish Menisa? That's also a question. Many um, Achronim were very against it. Ibshlam Zalman was adamantly against it. He said there's no reason to add the words Menisa because Menisa is just access details. Yeah, you take it off from the dough. Very nice. That, that's, uh, we, when we make a bracha, we don't give all the details of the mitzvah. We just give you the actual mitzvah. The actual mitzvah is the, is the hafrasha. So he felt there was no reason to add those words. But again, today, I looked up Taka Art School has it in parentheses. To be politically correct, they put it in parentheses because it's not found in the Shulchan Aruch and the Ramam. Therefore, they put it in parentheses. The other thing that a lot of people do is after the Mafresh Nachala, they say Harezu Chala. This is what we call Kriya Hashem. The Kriya Harezu Chala. They give it up to Chalois Shem Chala by taking it off. That's also a question if you have to really do it or not, because again. That might have been accomplished when you made the bracha. So there's a question if you have to say it or you don't have to say it. There's an interesting shaila. If a lady for the first time when she takes off chal, does she make a shechianu? This is really a shaila with a lot of mitzvahs. The first time you put on tefillin, the first time you put on a talis, the first time a lady lights Nehru Shabbos, the first time you do any mitzvah that you're going to be doing it, kaseder or kaseder, do you make a shechianu? And it's a big discussion amongst the paiskim. There's a Ramah in Yeridea, in Hilchah Shechita, or the Ramah Taka sounds like the Ramah says the first time you do Shechita, you Taka make a Shechianu, and the Shach writes, who had in Shah Mitzvahs. Anytime you do a Mitzvah for the first time, you make a Shechianu. However, in Mishnah Paskas and Hilchah um, Tzitzis, in Chavbeis, Mishnah Paskas, we don't. However, many parties can point out the first time you're going to do a mitzvah, you should talk have a begged chadosh. So let's say, for example, a lady, the first time she lights Nehru Shabbos, she should put on her new clothing to be Yoytzeh de Shachyanu. Or the first time a bar mitzvah, where he puts on, a, puts on tefillin, he should have a new jacket. And many people do the same thing with chal. The first time a lady's mafresh chala, she should also, um, she should wear a begged chadosh to make the Shachyanu. The other shaila with chala is, what do you do with it? What do you do with it after you separate it? So we have the practice based on the Ramon Shulchan Aruch, is that we burn it. Why exactly do we burn it? Because we don't really have any other option. Because you can't really give it to a coin. Now, why can't you give it to a coin? So the Shulchan Aruch writes, you could give it to a coin. In Chutzlar, you could really give it to a coin who's either a child, 
who hasn't yet reached the ages where he sees Kerry, or someone who went to the mikvah. He went to mikvah. He's not uh, Tomei anymore. So that's only in Chutzlar. It's in Eretz Yisrael, you're stuck. So says the Ramah, therefore we don't give it to a child. So what do we do with it? We burn it. However, the police can point out that the Mashal, yeah? That's true, but he writes, Shulchanar writes that for, for, for Chalun, Chutzlars, which is only a Zecher, we're more make. But Enchem, and Eretz Yisrael, you're stuck. So therefore says the Ramah, the minute today is that we burn it. Now, the many Echrenim point out, you can't give it, the reason why we don't give it to a, a coin is because we don't have any Cheskas Kahuna anymore today. We mentioned this once before, the famous uh, Rabbi Yaakov Emden. Rabbi Yaakov Emden held that the page in the the coin has to give the money back. Because I'm to make available right. There's no right that you're really a coin. For an Ali, you're good, but for money, you, you can't. So in the minute today, we burn it. However, when the place can point out, when you burn it in your oven, you have to be very careful. Because you could trafe up your oven. Because if you're going to take the challah and just throw it in the, into your oven, so that challah is awesome. So therefore, that challah, the beliefs that come out of the challah can potentially trade for every oven. Now, we learned the whole sugya when we did the sugyas of ovens, that it might not necessarily trade for every oven because it's not so posh if there's real zaya that comes out of the challah. But the accepted practice today is you wrap it in something and you put it in the oven. Let's say you won't be able to burn it, so many achrona point out, just wrap it in something and then dispose it in the garbage in a way that no one will eat it. As long as no one eats it, you can dispose of it that way as well. Okay.